This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcasts. We use Podbean to host Woken Free. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at www.podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check it out. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woken Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 233rd episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and... Nothing is off the table. This week, we are featuring a very special artist in the My Art, My Way conversation. Meet MRG. But before we go into our interview and conversation with MRG, we have a couple of things to cover. First, have you downloaded the episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do so immediately. And then, of course, if you cannot download... uh a new app on whatever device you catch podcasts on, then make sure you go to WokenFree.com, go to the Listen tab, and then you can follow and subscribe to our show on iTunes, on TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, It's a Woken Free World. We're everywhere. Now, also on WokenFree.com, you can subscribe you can click subscribe to follow the show. And on social, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And if you have 90 seconds, what you do, it's uh, the pandemic is still here. <laughs> Please go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you want to review the show. So before we get into our interview with MRG, who is this awesome rapper and hip-hop artist? So MRG, which stands for Matthew Raymond Guzman, is a Dominican-American hip-hop artist from Queens, New York. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> with his cle- clever lyrics and melodic rap style, MRG, a former MLB prospect, is turning heads in the music and sports world with co-signs from industry players like Double X. Excel, paper and mass appeal and multiple features in the much hyped NBA 2K21 with a crisp bilingual flow and slick production fans have singled out tracks like feels 2.0 and kindness for weakness as clear favorites now without further ado let's get into our conversation with MRG so before we start this conversation you know we like to share a little bit about ourselves would you rather put your head in a lion's or a crocodile's mouth? Oof. Would you rather put... Damn. <laughs> it's super <laughs> random. Yeah. <laughs> a crocodile or a lion's head? Oh, man. I think... I want to say lions are more friendly. I could be completely wrong, but I feel like huh. once the crocodile touches your head, it's a wrap. I, and then, you know, when... I mean, you'll be freaking out for both because let's be real. We're talking about it, one thing, but actually, you know, actually experiencing it. I mean, with a crocodile, well, I guess you could be on land too. I was thinking in water, but you technically could be on land because I know they Mm -hmm. come after you on land too. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go with a line, but both are looking. I'm gonna go with a line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree that. with you, MRG. I uh, <laughs> I think both are pretty terrifying, but I think I would have uh, some chance with the lion versus the crocodile. I think there's something like really intense when they snap their uh, their mouth, and it's either the crocodile or the alligator. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's they one have of them. Lot, and that's KJ getting exciting, getting exciting. Um, yeah, I think the lion uh, you might possibly survive. Cause it, yeah, I was thinking like the crocodile. It's yeah, like you said, the crocodile or the alligator. They have mm-hmm. like that. They have like a snap shut kind of feature yeah. where once they snap down, you can't even open them up. You have to like kill them to open their mouth. Up. Yeah, compared like, to the really lion, the lion's gonna open his mouth up. Like once the lion thinks you're down or you're not a threat, you know, it'll let go of you. But that crocodile, nope, it's gonna hold on to you and it's gonna like you know mess you up really yeah. good the lion you might have a chance you might you might be able to survive after the lion gets you so all three uh, so yeah i'm gonna go with okay. the lion too just fun that's fun easier. random, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> random <laughs> even though they're both bad though they're both you're probably gonna die from both but probably <laughs> let's just, the lion gives you a, a slight chance slight okay. chance of living well to get the the train back in <laughs> on the track uh, we are so excited to have you, MRG, on the show. So first, can you share with Woken Free Nation how you started your career as a hip-hop artist? For sure, for sure. Nah, I appreciate you guys having me. Um, originally, I was an athlete, um, specifically baseball. You know, mm. I, play, I played baseball since before I could walk. I was swinging a baseball bat. Um, wow. you know, just naturally, I enjoy sports, so I, I played basketball a lot as well growing up, football. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I tore my ACL playing football. Um, mm. It was like sophomore year. So tearing my ACL, I was sidelined for like nine months. Um, you know, being sidelined and not being able to play sports, which is pretty much all I knew. Mm-hmm. Like very life changing. It was a it was a big adjustment. Um, you know, I always grew around hip hop in my neighborhood and, you know, in the dugouts playing baseball in the locker room playing football. So you know, the culture was always around me. The culture was always there. Um, my boy had a rap group. So since I couldn't play sports for like nine months, I was like, you know, I always liked freestyling. I always, I loved music, especially hip hop. Mm-hmm. So I ended up joining a rap group just as a way to get over the injury and kind of get my mind off of, because all the idle time I had not being able to be on the court or be on the field. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I kind of like fell in love with it. Honestly, I felt like I fell in, I fell out of love with baseball mm. and during that injury recovery period was when I, when I, you know, fell in love with music. And then another long story short, one of my boys in the rap group, he was like the leader of the group. His, um, family friend was actually like part of DMX's camp. And for his birthday, we took our wow. rap group. We got to rap in DMX's studio. Just fast forward like a year and a half. I'm like a senior in high school. And uh, yeah, we worked on our first song that was really done in the studio because before we were just rapping in the basement. So yeah. we did our first song. It was in our Yonkers, actually. Hmm. And the dude in DMX's camp, rest in peace, uh, his name was ATG. He kind of pulled me to the side. He was like, yo, you got something. Like, um, I want to I wanna work with you. I, I, I have this opportunity. And essentially, it was, a, it was to get on DMX's album. Oh, wow. And, yeah, so we ended up doing a verse. Fast forward, I ended up doing a verse. It was actually a track called Hold the Line that Swiss Beats produced. At the time, they were finishing DMX's album, but he was locked up. Mm-hmm. So, okay. 
So, you know, I'm like, damn, I'm like, I'm 18. I'm about to get on DMX's album, potentially. Like, I'm not going to go to college. Like, I'm about to blow up right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going from, and at the same time, I'm still playing baseball, like, doing my thing. And, you know, I play baseball heavily, like, uh, travel baseball. I got some friends who are in the MLB. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I, I still was kind of torn between it. But long story short, uh, DMX came back from jail and then he did something like, you know, I can't remember, but he basically, as soon as he got out of jail, he got into more legal trouble mm. because of that. The label, I can't remember what label exactly he was on, but the label kind of dropped him. He was like, yo, this dude is more of a legal building than, you know, an artist we employ in the terms of like profitability. So, you know, it's funny. I always keep the contract on my phone just between the, uh, you know, for the potential track. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to get like at the time I thought it was a lot of money. I was supposed to get like four thousand dollars, get flown down for the video, hotel paid for. Yeah, the bag is nothing considering the, uh, you know, such an artist like that with a budget. But mm-hmm. you know, that's that was kind of the moment where I was like, yo, I can actually do this for real, you know. Mm. But you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, I was such a young artist. I I was good at making verses, but I didn't really. I didn't really know how to make a song because I didn't really have songs out at the time. It was just with my with my group, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 That makes sense. But okay. yeah, it fell through, and then I ended up uh, going to school, and you know, I not that I got distracted, but you know, I felt obligated to to get my degree, and mm-hmm. I had to do. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. All right. Being that there's so many folks that want to be rappers or they want to be in the entertainment industry, how do you distinguish yourself? Um, I think the passion, number one, I think a lot of people want to do it, but a lot of people want to do it for the wrong reasons. And mm. you got you to gotta go ahead first and realize like, okay, do I actually want to do this? Because there's so many obstacles and, you know, being an athlete, the music game is so similar in terms of the chances of you making it. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, you're literally going against the whole world, um, especially nowadays with technology. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Studios don't really exist. I, I record in my bedroom. I don't even go to the studio. Um, cool. Yeah. Like Billie Eilish and her brother, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you'd be surprised. Studios are kind of prehistoric. I like to record by myself. I don't like to be in a studio with a lot of people. And, you know, so I think, I think, yeah, I think the passion and the commitment uh, nobody makes it overnight. Like, yeah, um, it's kind of like the tip of the iceberg. People only see the tip of the iceberg. They don't see the uh, the ninety five percent of the iceberg that's submerged underwater. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think as cliche as it sounds, it, it really is a marathon. You know, absolutely. And when when writing your lyrics, like, how important is it to you the potential impact you're having on? those who are younger than you. So for instance, when artists curse or use the N-word, like what are your thoughts on that? Um, that's a good question. Because, mm-hmm. you know, half of the time I'm like, I'm just a creative. You know, mm-hmm. Kids can watch movies. Kids got the internet. Yep. And, and you know, they can, they can pretty much Google anything out there. Um, I think... I definitely feel a sense of responsibility, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I still want to keep it real to my scenario and kind of what I, I grew up around. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't, I don't really, 
you know, I, I definitely feel a sense of responsibility in the sense that, like, I'm not going to over-exaggerate negativity just to get clicks and views. It's, it's mm-hmm. one thing if I'm actually out here robbing people and doing it. Then it's like, yo, <laughs> then it's like, yo, this is my life. Like, you can tell yeah. But if you know, if I'm, excuse my language, I don't, I don't know if we curse here, but if you know, you can, talking, yeah, you can. We'll just bleep it later. Not a high, so I won't curse because I know that could be work. But um, you know, if I'm over exaggerating for the sake of like trying to live a life, that's then I'm putting violence out. Then I think it's it, now being irresponsible because it's like, not only does it have an effect, but it's like I'm not yeah. even taking part in that. Like, why would I? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for those listening, <laughs> there is a young person in the room who will not stop. Uh, he is a future podcaster, uh, killing killing us. Yeah, right he's now. trying to jump on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's outrageous, but no, that's a good answer. And and I hear you. Yeah, you want to. It's good to hear that as an artist, you are thinking about the impact you're having. I don't know if every artist says that, uh, but uh, we hear you on, you still have to share your authentic truth and you yeah, have to, you sense. have to be real with yourself. So that, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause I think, um, you know, I think I make music for, I think most artists make music for themselves as a way to just, just vent and, and talk about their lives. So I'm not thinking about kids initially, cause I'm just thinking about my life and, and how to characterize it and how to talk about it. But, you know, obviously if, if I say something, I think initially I'm definitely not thinking right away for it, you know? Yeah. My message off rip is pretty, um, I feel, I feel I just talk about inspiring stuff and stuff to get better. So I'm not coming off rip with like something crazy where, you know? Yeah, absolutely. What are the biggest challenges you face as an artist today then? Biggest challenges. I think I, I want to hit the road. I, you know, I see a lot of people, I think COVID definitely not being able to, uh, you know, clubs are shut down, especially in New York with the mandate. I just had a concert on January. Uh, oh, was it? What's today's date? I think it was like two Fridays ago. And, you know, a lot of people couldn't come because they weren't uh, either double vaccinated or they just naturally didn't want to, you know, there was a lot of spikes in New York. So people didn't want to, um, you know, take the chance again, COVID. So I think the whole like climate of COVID, is is a challenge because you know I want to head to the UK. The UK has been showing me a crazy amount of love. All these places I've never been is crazy. Like, show me the most love almost. And um, I think yeah. just yeah, just COVID not being able to travel. Mm. I think, um, I think another challenge is getting in contact with those, like setting up <clears throat> the logistics for a show. Yeah, being, being an independent artist and and trying to host a show in a different city can be. A challenge because nobody knows if you can actually bring those people out you know there's so mm. many out here flooding the uh bookings email or whatever it is to stuff yeah set up a show so okay that makes sense and what would you say uh to date has been like the the best biggest success for you as an artist oh the biggest success that's tough um let me think uh Luckily, I feel like I just keep growing and growing. And there, there hasn't mm-hmm. been a point where it's like, I right, I hit this milestone and now it's like kind of radio silent. I feel like, you know, I just hit 50K on 50K followers on Facebook, which was a nice Yeah, nice. that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, my songs is the streams just keep growing and growing. So mm-hmm. 
Just a, uh, I, yeah, I don't know, honestly. There's, I don't think there's anything specific yet. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, I think everything's just un, unraveling and exponentially, you know, growing. So mm-hmm. I guess the 50K on Facebook is dope. So far, yeah, absolutely. That's a huge accomplishment. Congratulations. Yeah, social media, again, trying to filter through the noise <laughs> and uh, all the good stuff. I mean, I found you through actually, I think when you're, uh, uh, is it called a real on Facebook? Yeah. I saw the one where things change and I was like, Oh my gosh, I love this. All. <laughs> okay, I was like, I have to have you on the show. So it was just so awesome that you like actually responded and <laughs> you're actually here. So yay. Uh, what would be one thing you wish you knew before jumping into this industry? Ooh, that's a good question. One thing I wish I knew, hmm, <laughs> I guess that it takes longer than, like, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors in this game. This is, mm. you know, this is like, it's not, a lot of times it's not reality, like, honestly, mm. uh, something, I, something I learned. There's a lot of uh, stuff going behind the scenes that I'm now getting hip to. Um, and yeah, just buckle up because it's it's really a roller coaster. There's no there's no um there's no blueprint or set path or timeline for anybody mm-hmm. in the in the music game. Everybody has their own journey and some things something I, I like to like follow templates and like you know, but like sometimes what works for somebody else just doesn't work for you at all, you know, and you have to be okay with that. Because gotcha. you, you might be like, oh, this worked for somebody. My music is fire. This is definitely going to work for me. And then it doesn't work for you. <laughs> you like, you second guessing your whole existence in the music game. So just, yeah. just not everything. Every um, certain things work for certain people. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, do you have any plans to like go on tour? Or how does that work now that we're in this pandemic era? Nah, for sure. So I definitely do have the plans. I think it's just the challenge of... Um, like I was saying early earlier, just getting in contact mm-hmm. with these venues and just getting a an official date set out. I think uh there's something to to um you know, I wanna find a booking manager, which is basically the third party that kind of helps artists communicate with these venues or vice versa okay. venues get the get the artists because you know, I feel like I feel like I'm now at a level in my career when I can go to a random city and have people pop out. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to plan this tour. Okay. Um, it's just the challenges of COVID and just getting in contact with the with the venues, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, for folks listening, how can Welcome Free Nation support you? For sure. Um, you know, you can get my music on all platforms. Um, mm-hmm. just search MRG. Um, my, my biggest song right now is MRG Feels 2. Mm-hmm. Definitely go to my YouTube channel again. Type MRG. I guess feels too. MRG is just three letters. It's just my initials. So sometimes it's um, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't come up right away because there's so many uh, other like people with the acronym. But uh, it's nice because every day it gets more like the, the name carries more juice. So I'm, I'm noticing that you mm-hmm. know it's starting to be the top search, which is dope. But um, yeah, definitely get me on YouTube. Uh, follow me on Facebook at MRGNY Official. Mm-hmm. follow me at instagram um just at mrg perfect and uh we i guess last question would be is there anything else that you want to share with woken free nation um i would like to share that this is my first um 
it's my first online podcast, so it's an honor to nice that's the uh computer mic, I guess. Um Yeah. Yeah, nah, it's dope. This is this is a dope milestone itself just to be able to uh share my journey with y'all. And you know, you guys are doing your thing too. So and uh you said Hollis Queens? Yeah, yes. that's where I'm from. That's yeah. where he's from. Yep. I'm from Queens too. Um are you oh, guys cool. in Queens right now? No, so we left New York over two year two years gonna be three years. We're in uh, Arizona. We we couldn't take that. I you know <laughs> we salute you for those dealing with the the you know the snow and the rain, all that good weather. Now we we wanted sun and desert life. Uh, and if you've never been out here, please please include that on your tour. It is so beautiful. Have you ever been uh, to Arizona before? Yeah, I've actually been to Tucson. Um, <gasps> nice spiders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> have you been to phoenix or no i, I haven't been to phoenix I oh, okay you know, yeah i'm definitely gonna i definitely want to hit arizona when i when i go to west coast so yes definitely very very cool uh any words of wisdom for those who want to start in, get into industry or uh you know things that like biggest lessons learned any of that stuff yeah i think um at the end of the day just do it for yourself because mm. it's a, it can be a lonely game. You know, people in any industry have ulterior motives and, you know, not to be negative, but if, if you're not 100% on board or shaky mm-hmm. about it, and, you know, sometimes you have to dive in to figure out if you're 100% on board. You know, you got to go through adversity to, to, um, to come out on top, you know. Don't be afraid of failure. Failure is necessary. Yes, you know? absolutely. So... Love that. Well, MRG, we are so honored to have you here. And thank you for sharing your story. Uh, You know, this episode is going to be called My Art, My Way. And we just wanted to take an opportunity to to give you love and support. And, and, uh, you know, we hope everyone listening goes and follows you and subscribes to you and listens to all your music. Do you have new songs coming in the upcoming weeks, months? Yeah. Um, So, the reels, I, I noticed just this on a side note, TikTok, I guess Facebook's been trying to uh get some competition with TikTok. So yep. they've been they've been uh telling us to push reels, which is actually dope because that's how you said you found me on yep. the reels. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> next month I'm gonna be dropping a bunch of reels from existing catalogs, snippets of new stuff. Cool. But, yeah, but the new song is is coming out uh first week of March. So nice. Oh, uh, can't yeah. wait. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we will be listening and supporting you and championing you. So thank you for everything and keep doing your thing, sir. For sure. Appreciate you. It was an honor. Lil Natasha, thank you. Yeah, (laughs) thank you for coming on. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. We are at that time again. It looks like like the coming to the end of our 233rd episode, which KJ agrees of Woke and Free. This week, we had a wonderful conversation in the My Art, My Way, Meet MRG. So, Khalil, what do folks need to do now? They know what to do. Come back next week for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. 
Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokeandFree.com. If you want to be a guest, if you are an artist and want to be featured in this series, then you've got to hit us up on our Contact Us page at WokeandFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. Now, again, on social, I shared all our handles so you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest, at WokeandFree. And then for all sponsorship or collaboration queries, hit us up on our Contact Us page at WokeandFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.